Hello! Welcome to another episode of Visibility Playground Podcast. Of course, I'm your host, Carrie Thomas Amaro. And today we have somebody that I think you're going to love. Like, she has done a lot of pivots and changes in her business. And I'm excited to kind of really dive into her visibility um, story and how she actually stays present even through all of these different pivots. Because even anytime she makes pivots, we're like, where do we go? Where do we sign up? We love you, things like that. So how does she create that and how does she create good buzz? But before we do that, we're gonna cue the intro and we'll see you in a little bit. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground Podcast, the podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. So literally, like, I remember when I first met you and they were like, yeah, she used to do something else, but now she does something. But like, we just follow her. Like, we just follow her where she goes. We trust anything that she puts her name behind. It's going to be good. So like, how, like, how did you like, what did you do to get like this presence of people like, whenever Chantel puts her name behind, we're for it. <laughs> Well, I definitely jumped around from thing. Um, I think part of that is like my entrepreneurial spirit of just once I, uh, mostly once I master something, I'm like, okay, what's next? Like, I've done it. What's what's hard? How can I really take this hard for myself? Um, I think where I get that, like people just will follow me onto that next journey um, comes a lot more from the way that I give back to people than it does from, I think, what I put out there. Now, obviously, like being visible is really important. Don't get me, like if you're invisible, if you're, you put zero content out anywhere, like nobody can know about you. Um, But I think a lot of people think that visibility maybe means constantly posting on social media or um, being on a ton of podcasts or or having your own show or doing YouTube or um, going on stages and all of those things absolutely make you visible. But visibility can also mean showing up consistently for other people. And so I think that's where I get people that will fo- like follow me anywhere because they also know that I follow them and support them in a really positive manner. Yeah. And it's, it's so, um, first of all, I love that you said that because one of my pillars of visibility is what I call strategic partners. And it's the people that you have in your world that support you and that you want to support and that you share your, you share their offers, they share your offers and things like that. And I always say that that's actually one of the, the most powerful forms of visibility because it already has a trust factor and a credibility that's already attached to every conversation. So I love that you said that. I was like, yay, yay, strategic partners, check plus. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I would love to know kind of like a little bit of your journey of really going through this entrepreneur's uh, spirit, but also being able to convey your message because in a couple of the podcasts that we've been doing, people have been talking about this sense of mastery as a confidence booster for them to put themselves out there. But you just said that you like to be like, what's the hard thing for me to do? And let's restart it all over again. So there's moments where you're not at that mastery, but you still put it out there. So how do you still have that confidence to still put stuff out there, even when you're like in that figuring out stage? Yeah, I definitely have tons of self-doubt from time to time. Um, I have imposter syndrome. In fact, I think it's 
it's probably my favorite story about imposter syndrome. Um, because it was at a good point in my entrepreneur journey, I had not, in my mind, made it anywhere yet. Um, I had a brand called Stronger Mommy, and I was focused on helping parents who had children with special needs. My daughter had a stroke at birth, and so um, early on into my, and she's the reason I even became an entrepreneur. I had like a corporate career before her. And so once I kind of got on that journey and I started um, building a brand around it, I knew nothing about really marketing or the internet or any of that. I had only done um, a couple of things before that and really kind of learned about the Quick, ClickFunnels community. Um, and Russell Brunson, who's the head of ClickFunnels, for those that don't know, um, had made a post that he was looking for people to join his speaker team. And I absolutely love to speak from stage. I have 30 years of background in, um, in like theater. And so I was like, oh, that sounds like such a cool opportunity. And then also I was like, why would anyone pick me? Like aside from having decent stage presence because 30 years of, of doing it, um, like, <laughs> but who cares? Let's just throw our name in the hat, right? Like it doesn't hurt to audition. Um, there were about 100,000 people in his Facebook group at the time that would have seen that post. And so it required a three minute video. I submitted it and I, I was picked to go to the next round. And I was like, wow, that's great. Me. Okay, cool. Right. Me. All right. Awesome. Um, and then from there, um, I did the next round, which was to like basically re-record Russell's perfect webinar and send it in, did that and was chosen to fly out to Boise for two days of training with Russell and like join speaker team. Um, what I thought was a hundred thousand people that could have potentially auditioned for this opportunity, because that's how many people were in the group, 280 people actually sent in that initial three minute video. So first off, anytime you're thinking like, I'm not good enough, I guarantee you your competition is so much smaller than you are out there imagining because not only like obviously if there's a hundred thousand people in a group not all of them want that opportunity but even if you say 20 percent, 10 percent, right uh, like a thousand people might have wanted that opportunity look at how many didn't even try because they immediately said no one's going to be interested in me i don't i'm not valuable enough i wouldn't be a good candidate like any of those things which i went through as well but i submitted and then um, was one of 20 to be chosen for his speaker team. But here's where that imposter syndrome comes in. I made it through all of that craziness. I show up in Boise. It's like the dead of winter and I live in Arizona. So I'm freezing my butt off because Boise Island. Yeah. Um, you like, I need a parka. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I did not prepare for this weather. It's like snow and ice. And we show up at Russell Brunson's office um, at the ClickFunnels headquarters. And we're standing outside waiting again and the doors are locked. I'm freezing my butt off. Um, and I'm starting to kind of like see the people around and mingle with them, right? You introduce, I'm a social being. I like to introduce myself to people. So I'm like meeting people. And these are people that are like, oh yeah, I've spoken on like 50 stages in front of hundreds of thousands of people. What do you do? And I'm like, not that. Um, next person, right? The next person's like, oh yeah, I have, I have four two comma club awards and like I'm about to get my two comma club X award. And I don't mean to say like they weren't boasting. They were literally just sharing their business and the only pieces that I could hear was I'm better than you, you're, you shouldn't be here, you're not good enough, right? That's how I'm interpreting this entire situation. We go inside and I, I swear to you, I was waiting for someone from the ClickFunnels staff to come tap me on the yeah, shoulder. not you, not you. <laughs> like, thanks so much for coming. Um, we made a mistake, you shouldn't be here. Because who am I? All I was at that time in my mind was a parent who had a kid with special needs and I had a Facebook group with about 3,000 moms in it, which in, in 2017 was still a big deal, but I had a Facebook group with 3,000 moms in it and most of them were active. 
that's it. I was like, why would I be here? And the funny part was, I thought everyone else was so much better than me. They had so many more accolades. They deserved to be there. But when I told them what I did, they latched on to, oh my gosh, you have 90%, like more than 90% engagement in your group. How? How are you doing that? That's crazy. And they saw the value in me. So I think a lot of times we're out there thinking, I have nothing to offer because it's so, like, I did that without even thinking about it. It made so logical sense to me and how I did it that it wasn't a valuable skill because it wasn't a skill I had to put in the effort to learn. And I think almost all of us have something that is like that, that the world would be so grateful if you just shared it. But we're out here thinking, well, everybody knows how to walk. Like, why would anybody want me to teach them that? Right? Like, it's so it's so funny that you said that because I literally made a post because um, we have a challenge coming up and I made a post about when I first started my business, I was like, yeah, there's nothing really special about me. And then I had a conversation with one of my, um, my one of my first clients, who's still my client 2019 to now. And I remember like, yeah, trying to figure out this and this. And she's like, I'm just so overwhelmed. And I'm looking at her, I'm like, well, you have everything together. All you have to do is move this here, throw this here. And then she's like, and I'm like, you got everything. I didn't do anything. I just like organized it. And she was like, yeah, nobody, like I've been trying to figure this out for five years. And literally in 20 minutes, you put it all together. And I'm like, so that's not normal. That way. <laughs> and then I kept going and talking to other people and they were like, yeah, Karen, your brain's not normal. It makes complete sense to you, but everybody else were just like, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. And you're like, yeah, just throw this here, throw this here, and go. And they're like, you're like, what the hell did you just do that? Like, I've been sitting here looking at this whole thing for six years. And then you just come and just like, you're like, yeah, just turn it this way. <laughs> but I think that's that thing that you talked about is like, when it's something uniquely natural to us, it seems like it's not valuable. But realistically, that thing that's like so real, so easy and natural to us is actually really what I call our power play. And I feel like for you, the moment that you realize it was your power play, you were like, let me ante this up. <laughs> and that's Absolutely. what you did. <laughs> yeah, so okay, keep going. I love this story. This is so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I... um. So I got started, like, like I said, I was in corporate America. My daughter had a stroke at birth, crazy story. Def she's doing well. So for anybody out there worried about it, she's nine, she's doing well. Um, but we had a, a lot, like a ridiculous amount of medical bills that were not covered by insurance. And I was like, I got to pay these. My husband traveled 80% of the year for work. So there wasn't like the option of, I'll just get a second job. And um, this was 2013 when she was born. So by 2014, all of those bills really started to run like, roll in and i was like cool i'm gonna need to make money somewhere else and a friend was like how about the internet and who was making money on the internet in 2014 it was still a bit sketch like today that sounds legitimate but back in the day we're like mm, i don't know if that's real um, sounds like a shady yeah it sounds shady and she's like, i do this thing and i'm like i'm making like 400 a month which to me today i'm like that's not a lot of money but to me broke like struggling to pay medical bills in 2014 was like, if I can make an extra $400 a month, like that would be incredible. Cause at least we could start to pay them down. 
And um, it was a network marketing company. I knew nothing about network marketing at the time. I knew nothing about the company. I was not even interested in the product. Uh, this was also, if you ever go down that road, find a product you're interested in. I That was my biggest mistake was I was like, what? I can sell something and make money? Sure. And it just, it wasn't a bad product. It just wasn't for me. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't have like excitement or it wasn't something I would use. Uh, long story short, it did not go well. I did not make money. Um, I felt like a total failure and I almost quit and then um, fell into a different company that I did love and did have a product that I liked. And, and as, as bad of a rap as I think network marketing can get, it was a fantastic gateway for me personally to get into the world of selling something on the internet because I didn't have to do the branding. I didn't have to create the product. I didn't have to know the marketing material. Um, I just had to be passionate about it because I naturally was. It was again, something this time that I was interested in. And then I just had to share it with people. So cool. And there's tons of training that comes from these companies. Like I got into reading entrepreneur books. I started learning how to actually like network with people and market and figure stuff out. And I grew that business very quickly and um, grew a great team, paid off all our medical bills. And then like I said before, I kind of got stagnant. I was like, I'm doing the same thing. It's always the same. Um, I need something new. And a mentor of mine at the time, because I always believe in investing in someone who knows more than you do about the path you're on. Um, basically, like you said, that person was like, oh my God, I, like you, you know, you're here and you're like, you have all the pieces, you just have to put them together. If they hadn't come to you, they would still be stuck. So like having a mentor or a coach or whatever you want to call it to see the things that you're not able to see yourself because you're so buried deep in it is huge. Mm -hmm. And I had a mentor that was like, you should help parents who have kids with special needs. Because at the time I had found all these resources for my daughter while I was doing all of this and she was doing so well. And that's how Stronger Mommy got created. So I went down that path for a couple of years and um, really built up helping parents with special needs. But what I learned is that as much as I wanted to help them, um, the majority of the people that I was attracting, not the majority of special needs parents, the majority of people I was attracting were people that wanted to complain about their problems, but not actually solve them, which is just not my ideal audience. I need problem solvers. So I got very frustrated. Um, I still maintain that brand. I still support them, but I don't do it as uh, an income source because for me, it was a source of like heartache and frustration and uh, it was not a good income, income source for me. So then it was on to the next thing, which happened to be, hey, you're really good at building these highly engaged Facebook groups. Can you teach us how to do that? People begging me on the internet to teach them. And I was like, sure, I guess. I dove into that, started teaching that, right? Um, and that was a journey for a long time. And, and so there's just been these like steps and progressions. Um, it's not what I do anymore either. <laughs> but along that way, what I learned from day one was how important it is to network with people. And again, to like kind of back to the beginning of this, to show up in a really positive way for people. And I learned that because I was going live, I was making posts, I was creating content. And it was so hard for me when I created a piece of content or I did a live stream and I got very little interaction. It made it really taxing and exhausting for me. But when I created a post or I uh, did a live stream and people were on and people were engaging, it was blowing up it was like it flowed. It was just easy. It felt good. And I thought, wow, if this is how I feel about the content that I create, I bet the people that I'm around and that I want to be more visible realistically with, right? The people higher up, people like Russell Brunson or Marley Jacks, who I absolutely love, um, you know, Steve Larson, all of these people. I was like, how, how could I get them to know me? Because I'm just Chantal Turner. Like, who would know me? 
well, I could show up for them the way I want people to show up for me. And that's what I did. Rachel Peterson, like all these incredible human beings that have so much to offer that are quote unquote celebrities on the internet, right? Like internet click funnels world celebrities. I just showed up for them. I commented on their content in positive ways. I went to their live streams and engaged with them. Um, I talked positively about them to other people and boom, you constantly see somebody's name supporting you over and over and over again. You become visible. Now I have the advantage of a unique name. I will give me, if it was like Jim Smith, it might've taken me longer work, right? But like people saw me all the time. And so then if I'm always giving you support, you automatically feel when you see my content, like, oh, I should support her back. Like she's so supportive of me. I should return that favor. So there was this reciprocity that came. And um, that's probably why people are like, whatever Chantel does, I'll support her because they know whatever they do, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to support them as much as I possibly can. I love that too. And I feel like it's almost like really looking and saying like, how, like, how can I be a nice human online? And I feel like a lot of times people forget that. So then we add all of these like non-human interactions. But if you really just sit down and be like, well, how could I be a nice human? Like, how would I treat it? How would I treat this person if we were in person? Would I would would I say like, oh man, if they would if they in person told me this this story, would I be happy? Would I be proud? Would I like? You would. So how about you create that same experience virtually instead of being like, oh, that's cool. Let's swipe. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we tell our kids like treat others the way you want to be treated, right? But then on the internet, we have keyboard warriors out there that are spewing hate. And to be honest, there's definitely times I've been a negative person on the internet. I am not perfect. I get a little heated sometimes. A lot of times I do, I'll like type it out. And then, you know, before you hit enter, you're like, delete, delete, delete. This is not the hill I'm going to die on today. Like just that, right? And you're just like, I'm like, I just need to move on. But sometimes that hate comes out. But I feel like, it, it is that human interaction and the internet. It's so easy to forget that there's a real person with real feelings on the other side and that what we say has an impact, how we react to their content has an impact on the rest of their day, on their life. And we, a lot of times, like you might see something you enjoy and do nothing. You're just like, oh, that was cool. Right. And you keep scrolling. It doesn't take that much effort to hit the like button, to comment and be like, hey, this was really valuable. Thanks. Like it takes so little effort but we don't put it in. And so instead, just put in that extra effort and I swear you get it back tenfold. I I, I completely completely agree. I always tell people, when people always ask me, well, like, Carrie, how did you hit your first six figures? And I was like, it was all through relationships. It was, it was a group of 10 people and they literally all, it was two people that turned into 10 people that turned into more people, but it's because we just had this beautiful relationship and they shared. They shared, I shared and it created a beautiful, it created a beautiful experience. And then in like six months, we hit six figures. But it was because of their help and their seeing something in me and me always supporting them and created this, this reciprocity. So I love, I love that you said that. Okay, so for the people who have been hiding under rocks and things like that or have not learned about your newest pivot, what are you working on now? So anyone seeing this probably doesn't know what I'm working on now um, because I haven't launched yet. It, um, it's been, realistically, it's been my whole life in the making, but as far as like turning it into a business, this is kind of where it's like you have pieces of you that are just naturally easy. 
um, and you're really good at, and you don't always realize that you're really good at them. So this is, this is that new thing for me that I've been really good at my whole life. And I've always done for friends and family, um, and anyone that's ever needed it, like even strangers at bars, <laughs> but I've never put it out there into a program or an offer. So I am creating it. So there's no offer. There's no, um, official program or anything yet, but it will be launching. Um, and it's really about life transformation. So I have this incredible, incredible, unique ability to see the world very differently from how most people see it and how most people react to situations. Um, I make the joke that I have the emotional range of a cucumber. So I do, I have all the emotions, but for me, they are five minutes in, in length. If I'm angry about something, if I'm upset about something, um, happy is my only emotion that is like the majority of my being. And yeah. I think we all need more happiness and more joy and more fulfillment in our lives. Um, a lot of times something comes along that knocks us down that we weren't expecting. I've had many of those. I've had business partners take advantage of me. Obviously my daughter had a stroke. Um, I've, I've had poverty hit. Like when I thought things were good, I've had all sorts of challenges, but how we overcome those and how we continue to use that as like a building block to get to the next level is really, um, what I have the ability to do. And so um, I've worked with uh, a family member going through cancer. I've worked with um, friends going through, you know, work and, and personal relationship challenges and all sorts of stuff. And so now um, really bringing that life transformation to people and um, helping people, especially, you know, entrepreneurs, I think it's so easy to get stuck in our business and forget that there are friends and family that actually need us to be present and be good human beings too, or we get so focused on hitting that next level and we can't get to it that we become depressed and frustrated. We give up entirely. So how do I help people get through that and actually hit that next level without getting burnt out while still having balance in their life um, without losing their friends and family? And so that's kind of the next adventure for me. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. Okay. So where can people find you and what, so they can make sure that they have updates on the new, on when you launch this new exciting special offer that no one really knows about yet. I'm so excited that we kind of got first-handed news with Apple special for us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's, there's no, as of right now, there's no link or anything like that. So, um, it's all in the works, but, um, follow me on social media. So I'm Chantel page Turner on almost all social media channels. Um, Facebook is a great one. Uh, I have a TikTok, So Chantel P Turner, cause the page didn't fit, <laughs> but you know, find my YouTube, like I I'm pretty much me on every social channel and, um, I do believe in visibility. So I've been like, quiet for a little while as this has been building. And then if you follow me on Facebook, you have started to see um, just some really positive things come very short, very little. No, you know, like, I don't like the people that are like hinting at stuff. Something's coming, come by it. I'm just like, I'm, I'm creating that visibility of like, I'm back. I've been away for a while, um, but it's all going to start to flood in on all channels of more of what's going on. Yay! Oh my gosh, thank you so much. For, um, I first want to thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, I know my audience is super excited to have heard this message, heard your story, because I feel like a lot of times, I really love that we really focus on that human touch, because a lot of times that's one of the things that gets forget forgotten. And for us to kind of have that focus today on that makes me really happy. So yay, yay, yay. Um, and just thank you for spending your time with me. It, it really means so well. 
Absolutely. Thank you. It was such a pleasure to, to be here and to get to share. Um, I think a lot of people don't hear that from me, the background of like how I create visibility. So um, I hope that that's valuable, especially for people that are maybe afraid to create content, especially like visual content of themselves and mm -hmm. create visibility simply by networking. And, and like you said, like those connections can literally be six, seven figures in business instead of cold DMing random people on the internet, just create a relationship with somebody with the intent of like creating a relationship. And then- Isn't that crazy? Just actually build a relationship. Shocking, shocking. And you know what's funny? If I message somebody now who I've intentionally created a really positive relationship, not through a DM, but through their content, and I now reach out to them, they're so excited to hear from me. They would love to know what I have going on as opposed to, hey, I have this thing, like I'm gonna pretend to get to know you for five minutes in a DM before I sell you. We all see that coming, don't do that. So yeah. Yeah, like we see it, that. we know it. We know the questions we you're gonna ask. We know what you just said. <laughs> yeah, like we, we, we got it. Like we, we've seen the scripts. The scripts were in the other, we've seen the scripts. Like, so you gotta have to change them now. <laughs> yeah. But no, thank you so much. Um, this is amazing. Guys, we're going to end off this episode. I'm going to say goodbye to Aung Chantel, and I will see you guys for another amazing episode. Talk soon. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.